Hey friends, thank you so much for joining us on the Abbey Podcast. We are working to help you notice and nurture the work of God in your life, in the life of others, and in the world around you. One small thought we'd ask you to keep in mind is that our teachings, our conversations, and the stories that we tell are primarily meant for our local faith community in Columbus, Ohio. We're happy to share this with you as a gift, and we hope that it could serve you in some way. Hey friends, um, it's so good to speak to you in this uh, new form. And I'm sitting here, uh, my name is Jared and I'm sitting here with my good friend, Hannah Estabrook. And we are pastors here at Franklin's and Abbey and wanted just to take some time to think through uh, what it's like to be a pastor in this moment and what are some things that we're seeing and noticing in the life of our community. And uh, this is like a midweek touch base, uh, give people an opportunity to hear from, from us in terms of what it's like to lead in this moment, as well as uh, what are some things that we're seeing happening um, in our life with God, uh, individually and among community members. So before we hit record, uh, Hannah and I just um, chatted a little bit, but we actually didn't decide what we were going to talk about. Did we? We're just winging it. Yeah, that's fine. Um, what, Hannah, do you, what do you notice happening in our community? Yeah, it's a great question, Jared. Or, or what has been, yeah, what has been life-giving to you or what has been mm-hmm. surprising to you as you've watched our community of Franklinton Abbey sort of pivot in this moment? You know, I think um, I heard someone say, I think last week in our community that she wanted to like suck everything she could out of this quarantine season. And I found that to really resonate. (laughs) And um, just someone who I see, and I see a lot of people just like showing up to connect, um, you know, the, the phrase in my head is creative connection. Like I just see people you know, saying, Hey, I'm, I'm going on a run through the neighborhood. You know, let me know if you want me to run by your house and wave, right. Or dropping things off at people's houses or, um, lots of leaning into tech, new technology, (laughs) um, even for those of us Luddites. Um, so, you know, you just see like so many opportunities and points of connection. And, um, I think some people probably feel like they're getting more attention from the community and even from from us as leaders than they did before. <laughs> um, it's I don't know. It, it's weird, but it's it's cool to watch. So I was having a conversation with someone earlier today uh, about what feels like deepening of relationships, and the mm-hmm. thing that I notice that's happening. And obviously, we could we could spend a whole hour talking about this, but um, people who were connected heading into this are growing in deeper connection. Yeah. And I think one of the things that I've been praying about is people who weren't quite connected, I suspect are probably heading into deeper disconnection. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously 
as a leader in a church, you're always thinking about how to how to connect people, how to get people connected. It's hard to show up at a new church. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're not a church that has a ton of bells and whistles. It's not like we have a, um, you know, meet the pastor welcome area uh, with a big sign, you know. And so it's, it's um, I know that for some people, it's been harder to really get connected into friendship. And so I think one of the things that I, recognize about this moment both individually and communally is that whatever whatever was lurking or happening before this has been sort of highlighted probably for people i know it's been the same i think that's been true for me in my own life is that um i think the way i was putting it to somebody earlier today is that we're all meeting a new version of ourselves mm-hmm. and so it's like uh jared meet pandemic jared and uh it's not that pandemic jared is um is just a brand new version it's just that there's versions of me that sort of been hiding away (laughs) and this moment is allowing some of that to be to be seen yeah uh, i suspect it's the same for people's feeling of connection Mm -hmm. and so i think that's probably the thing that is both the most exciting for me to watch unfold as people dig deeper into intimate, vulnerable conversations, relationships. And then to also know that there are some people who didn't quite have that connection coming in and it's like 10 times harder now. No question. Yeah, I I think about, I would definitely be the person who wants to show up to a new community and like sit in the back row for a couple months. you know and so you think about not that everyone's like that certainly i'm definitely an introvert but you think about people who yeah maybe we're showing up in our community just a handful of times and just we hadn't yet had the opportunity to deepen the connection with and you know you hope they're okay (laughs) yeah what else have you noticed yeah i think the other thing that i notice is how much people are saying that they miss what we had. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's pretty easy to recognize that. You know, it's that phrase, familiarity breeds contempt. And you don't really know what it's like to be in a room worshiping with people mm-hmm. um, as a pretty regular rhythm of your life or even receiving prayer with someone's hand on your shoulder. Um, I miss, I miss that, you know, that sort of bodily interaction. Of course, everybody does, but I've heard several people say that they're starting to get present to the things that they love about our church. Mm -hmm. um, Now that they don't have it and that, you know, as a pastor, I mean, that's like, kind of feels good. I got to tell you, (laughs) it's like, yeah, it was really good. Wasn't it? Uh, and I miss it too, you know, and I miss yeah. it. So. Yeah. I, I have a question for you because I, I remember really our first conversation, the first Sunday that we had to cancel gathering, um, when all of this first started a few weeks back, you made a comment, like one of your initial reactions was that as a community, we've been training for this. Hmm. And I wonder if you could say, what did you mean by that? And do you, does it still resonate with you today? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think I said something to the effect of if if you've been a part of our community and have been allowing the spirit to disciple you yeah. in our community. Um, I think I said something, I think I quoted from first Peter, uh, God has given you everything you need for life and godliness. And mm -hmm. so our practices as a community, the practices of uh, contemplative and active prayer, um, the, the practice of solitude and silence that we try to lean into, um, you know, the practice of noticing and nurturing the work of God in you um, and not necessarily relying on external things to sort of help you along the way. Uh, not that those are bad, by the way, but all of those things, it's like, if you've allowed that work to do its work over time, that you are actually, you actually have some tools to lean into during a time of, um, that is relatively silent and for many people full of solitude. <laughs> and so, yeah. um, I think that's what I meant by that. Yeah. Yeah. That still rings true. So, I think it does. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I think it's, um, it's harder to keep up healthy practices mm -hmm. without sort of constant sort of reinforcement from community. So this is why I think it's so much easier to have good rhythms and practices as a community. Yeah. Um, it's just so much harder to do alone, but um, I do think it, it still rings true. And I think if we can continue to find some ways to encourage each other, I think we're going to make it. That's great. Should we, should we let Matthew in the room? Oh, we should. Yeah. Matthew, are you there? Getting there. Oh, hi guys. How's your day going? Yeah, it's, um, yeah, every, kind of like every day I come to the end and I just have to just kind of let myself, that's all I could do today. And, and that is, I haven't done that. I don't think I've quite done that yet. <laughs> So Hannah and I are now being joined by our friend, Matthew Morley. Hi, Matthew. Hey. And um, we just want to have a quick touch base with Matthew and ask him some similar questions about what he's noticing and nurturing, but more directed at Matthew. We'd love just to hear what, what do you sense that God is doing in your life? What are you noticing in terms of the kind of language we use about um, resistance and um, invitation and where's God showing up for you or not showing up for you? And uh, love just to hear about that. But first, just tell us a little bit about the shape of your life right now and maybe how things have changed even since uh, all of this began. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it would be great when I, I hear you say the shape of your life, if my life would just stay in one, one shape. But yeah, I feel um, I feel just a lot of uh, just as we're all figuring this out. Um, that's what I kind of feel like the shape of my life um, is that is something that I am actively having to think about and 
um, as I am seeing different things happening within uh, me. Um, yeah, and I think the most, especially initially when this, you know, about a month ago, it feels like a month ago, um, when all this started going down, the biggest thing I noticed in myself was I was just, I've been, I've been super, and I still actually, and this is still to this day, I have so much resistance. Um, and I think a lot of this <laughs> is I, you know, come from a very rural um, background, um, grew up in a very, um, you know, I could see one house from where I, like the house I grew up in, I could see one house from where I lived. Um, and there's just a different, I think there's just a different way of life. Um, in the way I grew, yeah, and just different ideas and thoughts from um, the area that I grew up in. And so, yeah, I think the biggest thing that I notice over and over again is rising up in me is, um, is I can take care of all this by myself. Like I, um, like if I get sick, I'm gonna be fine. And so it's just, I'm very, it's very hard for me um, just to even, like every day I'm looking at the data, I'm looking at what happened. I'm doing it too much actually, I need to cut, cut it off. But um, it's very, it's been really hard for me just to accept that our world has changed. Um, and I haven't told you this, Jared, <laughs> but I have been so angry at you. <laughs> at, at you. Um, say more. <laughs> and, uh, and the reason I haven't told you is just because it, it's not really sensible, um, but that doesn't change the fact that I still have it. Um, is I, I mean, I have, you know, pastor friends who until last week, you know, I have been still meeting for church. Um, and you're the one who kind of, you know, made that call um, that we, you know, are gonna, you know, look at everything and it appears that it is, you know, not safe for us to meet together as a community. And um, that has been one of the hardest things um, for me. And that I think is what I am really trying to navigate is how my life um, with still knowing I need community, um, how is, can I live my life um, in a way where I am still connected and still have some form of relationship with the people that um, are following Jesus in community with, with us and with me. I just, I think of myself as kind of like a, um, just kind of a child of the church. Just um, when my family, my um, nuclear family growing up was kind of falling apart, um, it was kind of my church that stepped in and was really my family for me. Um, during my during my just growing up years, 
And so, um, yeah, that just is really important to me. And so I've been kind of, <laughs> there, yeah, I've just, I've found this resistance that I have even towards you. Even when you're, you know, talking about great, good, godly things, there's just this, I feel angry at you that you, you know, have, um, have taken away the community. <laughs> and I know that's not, you actually haven't. Um, and <laughs> I know now, and required by law, and I totally agree with it all. Um, you know, I totally agree with all your decisions, actually. But I still find this resistance, uh, resistant to you, resistant to, um, you know, being, the idea of being, trying to do church over a video. Even though I, each time we've done it, I found it, you know, really rewarding. And um, I've heard the voice of God. And I feel like I've um, even met with people um, and experienced that intimacy. Um, I think that has been the biggest challenge for me, especially initially. And I think I am, you know, beginning to come more to terms with that. And now I think what I'm beginning to think about is as my work life is just um, very overwhelming is I'm really trying to think about um, how to take care of myself through this time. Um, and so, um, yeah, one of the things that I'm really hoping to begin soon is meeting with a group of people led by Jen and like a three times a week, like an examine, um, like a mid afternoon, examine and I think I I think I just need more and more of that space of silence because um, I think I'm I'm just finding myself feeling pulled in a hundred directions and so that's exactly where my mind is is just like going back and forth to all these different things and um, where that actually doesn't help me focus on like the task at hand if I'm not if I'm operating out of like this sense of chaos and being overwhelmed when I want to operate out of like a sense of calm and peace and rest. And so I think I'm really struggling to, to do that um, throughout my day. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thanks for sharing all that. It's, uh, it's really, I, I actually love it. I love that you're able just to say that you're angry at me at the same time, knowing that it's, you know, it's so complex and um, I think it's it's actually, yeah, I think it's a demonstration of friendship when, when you can say to a friend, like, I'm angry and this doesn't make sense, but I'm gonna tell you anyway, like, it just is a lot of trust. And so I just appreciate that. I think it's, um, it's even just sort of a, a highlight to the kind of culture that we're creating as a community. So thanks, man. Thanks for saying all that. And I'm really sorry. <laughs> Hannah, do you have any any uh, any wisdom after after that? I that was beautiful. 
um, just listening to you, Matthew. Thank you so much for sharing. I was struck by the fact that when you started, you made the comment about how I can take care of this by myself. And then it seemed like your biggest resistance, and maybe there's more that you didn't say, but was like missing community. <laughs> um, so just to kind of, I guess, observe and even in being in, in part of, you know, part of your community over these last few years, like, I don't know, the Matthew that has the posture of like, I can take care of this by myself yeah. is fading, <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> right. But it does also make me wonder, one of your comments at the end was about what it does look like to take care of yourself. Um, so how does a guy who has learned to lean on his community, um, learn to ask for help, learn to do the hard work of saying to a good friend, I'm angry at you, right? Like you've grown so much in, in this, uh, in this community. How, what does it look like for you to take care of yourself? Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I don't think I'm doing like an excellent job of that right now. Um, I am doing some things, but I just feel a strong need that I need to focus more um, on that. So like two days ago, one of the most helpful things I, I did was, um, I don't know if you've heard of Rodney Yee, but he's like a yoga um, instructor. And uh, so anyways, yeah, I did like this hour long Rodney Yee yoga video um, and just very intense stretches. Like he has some really, it's like a really, I love it because it's so, it's very intense and that's what I kind of like. And so, yeah, that was probably, I think I need to be doing more, spending more time with, with Rodney. And then the other thing that I am doing through this time is um, just having, just spending some time sitting for at least probably like a half hour. I'm just like, I have a chair in the morning that I sit and um, just spend a lot of time in silence trying. I like my goal is to um, like just focus on 10 breaths and see if I can get through like, <laughs> like 10 breaths without my mind just like racing off somewhere else. And, um, and then just also just trying to notice um, God's presence um, with me and even in my body, um, just seeing if I, um, just where do I feel God's peace, a sense of rest, yeah. a place of connection um, with God. Um, and I think that that is something that is often, you know, when we have like our Sunday gatherings, um, even now, is that that space and that connection, I think, is really fostered for me something that I'm able to carry out through um, longer than just Sunday. So yeah, I would say those are, that's like the primary way. And what I really, I think I need, I need more. And so that's why I've kind of reached out to Jen and, and she 
has said she would really love to lead a, a group of people um, to uh, just do a, a mid-afternoon um, examine. And um, mm -hmm. so I'm really looking forward to that as also something that will um, be a centering time, a grounding experience for me. Yeah, thank you guys just for listening and I think that was really it's yeah good for me just to be able to say all of that to both of you. Well friends, um it's good it's good to touch base and um I'd love just to maybe close us in prayer. Um and we'll just look look to the rest of the week. Does that sound okay? Okay. So, Lord, we thank you so much for our life together, and we just thank you for the intimacy that you bring. And even now, Holy Spirit, we just ask that you would give Matthew the things that he needs in this time. Pray, God, for the peace of Christ to rule in his heart. And we pray, God, that you would join him in those 10 breaths every day, that, that you would be really near to him. In Christ's name, amen. In five, four. What's that from? What movie is that from? I don't know, but that's a great start. You love that. Okay.